0: Welcome, 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 haere my welcome. Episode 16, Stoked Podcast. Excuse the little uh, long intro there of Same Name Confusion. We just had a wee bit of a panic attack as I kind of thought I'd got the number wrong. I couldn't remember if we were episode 16 or 15. You know what we should have been doing? We should have been talking in Roman numerals. That's what we should have been doing. This, we, none of this would have happened if we'd just gone XV1. We're not exactly what I was talking about. Episode 16, Stoked uh, Podcast. We've got a big show. We've got a lot to get through because, um, well, not through any intelligence of ours or creativity of our own. It's just been a jam-packed week. We've had so much sport going on. We've had so many uh, social issues to get through. We've got a new segment we want to run by. we got a lot to chew on, especially in the wake of a shock upset in the uh, Football World Cup this morning. Yeah. Schadenfreude. You know what that means? You know what this means? Schadenfreude. Essentially. Malicious joy. Or actually, getting happiness from someone else's sadness. Yes, look at you, Germany. This is what happens if you come up with so so many bizarre words with strange meanings. We're going to use them. At, we're going to use them against you when your uh, team falls out of the World Cup in the group stages. Are you kidding me? Schadenfreude. Suckers. Anyway, we'll get into that later on. We got heaps to get through. Stop wasting times. Charlie
1: Tudor from J Five.
0: words of Patrick Glenn Prutter, Andrew Why don't you just
2: just I think somehow you always manage to fade out of your intro at the exact same time. The same lyrics in our little same name confusion track are playing when you turn it back up. And I know you don't rehearse that because <laughs> it's, you know, obviously given the quality. Um <laughs> And, but yeah, same words every time, mate. It's synergy.
0: <laughs> it is synergy. I know where I am. I might not, in, I might not intentionally do it, but each week, you know, I'm just vibing. You I'm, feel it. I, I'm just getting You know, it's it's what this the energy the, that the Stoke stokes Pod does. Pod vibes, <laughs> Schadenfreude vibes, man. Yeah, Schadenfreude. You yeah. like that?
2: Yeah, I do like that a lot.
0: You take great happiness in watching Germany. crumble? I take
2: some serious malicious malicious
0: joy <laughs> from watching the <laughs> Z- Z- Germans.
2: Whoa. crumble.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It was the first time since 1938, I think, that they have. Well, get this: I've never fallen out of the World Cup in the group stages when there have been group stages. The last time they sucked this bad was in 38, so pre World War Two, where they lost in the round of 16. That's where they used to start the World Cup from. So they how, lo- how long did we? How many did we just miss out on the one World Cup
2: before b- because of World War One? Like, did they get back into it real quick? They're like, right, glad that
0: shit's over. We can play some footy again. Well, it was West Germany, you know, for for many years. Because East, that East yeah. were in the dark. Ooh, yeah, the old wall. And the they, old wall. They are only realizing what football is now
2: in the East. I mean, I mean, like as as a world, as a collective, oh, not just. As, I don't
0: think uh, England came back to until uh, nineteen fifty. I think was the first World Cup they partook in. Okay. And in that, so world we Cup, did have a pretty decent break. We're like, all right. I'll give you one guess. Who do you think uh, England lost to in the nineteen fifty World Cup?
2: What stage was it?
0: What, uh, you, uh, don't know. Um, they got sent home. Was it Columbia? No, I don't know. Was Columbia even a, yeah, they're probably a country.
2: Yeah, c- Coke was probably not quite as rife as it was a few years later, but I reckon it was
0: just starting No, nope. They lost to America. <laughs> <laughs> and do you get yeah, this? Why like, is that funny, Louie? Because the uh, telegraph or the wire got sent back to England and they joke, they laughed it off like, yeah, whatever, that's a big joke. England didn't partake in World Cups until uh, 1950 because they thought they were too good and they were better than everyone else. So then when they lost to America and the wires came through, the New York Times thought it was a hoax, so they didn't report it. And uh, the, the English press and people in England just didn't believe it. They were just like, yeah, righto, good one. So the So the media from each respective
2: country just thought it was a laugh. Exactly. And it wasn't. And it's also funny
0: because America didn't qualify for this year's World Cup. (laughs) And all these years on. Schadenfreude. Now we're taking joy out of watching Germany. I don't know why we have tall poppy, but we do. Well, I thought the the
2: thing was as a country we don't and we shoot down our tall poppies.
0: Well, we, yeah, exactly. And now we're shooting down other countries' tall poppies. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But bloody level the playing field. Go Kiwis, keep Keep doing that.
0: Yeah, so that's it there. So we'll get into the World Cup um, a wee bit later on uh, because it is a huge sporting event. You might not personally be into it, but I can guarantee you there are people around you that that are, and um, you will be by the end of this. All right. It's just it's just one thing on the. P- Plethora of topics we have at our disposal oh,
2: There's so much on Are you going to run through it or are we just going to Nah play, just get running through
0: it. I'm just going to drop a little Jazzy Marsh J- <laughs> jazzy, Don't do that ever again Oh, A little Jazzy Marsh Don't ever give me Jazzy Marsh I think people know that I'm talking about Justin Marsh I think yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jazzy Marsh throw oh, on you, but
2: I'm going to get you to explain What we're going to do now What we're going to do now Louis is we're going to move on to What we could possibly call the Stoked Pod's first ever full-time fixture, aka segment. Have we had a segment before? Not that I know of. Alright, well it starts (laughs) right here. Uh, 15 nips in, we've decided we need a segment. I am a patriot. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Watto. You are a patriot. So are we. Uh, And together, we're going to make New Zealand great again.
0: Oh, you almost said that like you thought. Do you know what you said that like you said that like we had some fancy like we're gonna make New Zealand great again, and then I tee off some sort of like ding 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 ding. Yeah, and, we'll have and, a sting. And, and um, you know, do you have anything on your little soundboard? Nah, not really. <laughs> we should have prepared that, eh? You know what we should have. But anyway, I'll let you explain. Just, you, just, you you explain what we're gonna be doing, okay. and I'll try bring something up.
2: Yeah, all right. You do some digging. So, the concept behind make New Zealand great again. Uh, it's a bit of a laugh really because you know New Zealand's already pretty great we must say uh, so the concept of making New Zealand great again is just to reward the real Patriots of yes yes this is perfect turn up a little bit more oh this is just great camera,
0: mate. Don't sorry, let me throw you.
2: sorry Dave Dave really did throw me so we just want to reward The people out there in the world That have been making New Zealand great again Rewarding them for being great patriots Lovers of this country And just, you know Good New Zealanders Just good New Zealand folks In
0: in doing so, you've just literally ripped off Donald Trump's slogan You haven't done anything smart There's no play on words You've just Nothing at all You've just replaced America with New Zealand Yeah, which is great So I guess that means we need our first great New Zealander
2: Yeah, we do Uh, And other than Dave Dobbin um, the one true He's a New perennial Zealander. threat
0: for the the weekly. <laughs> he would be there
2: every week, there <laughs> are thereabouts, willing to take away the victory. I just want to listen to the song for a while now, but we can't. We've got too much to get through.
0: I am a patriot. Indeed, we do. This week, oh, God, we have so many options because there's so many great Kiwis out there.
2: Rip on in with our first gr- first person making New Zealand great again.
0: Well, you remember this lady. I've got my- Do you know what this is? No, what song is that? This is our national anthem, believe it or not. That's oh, it, just.
2: Ooh.
0: it's a um, a version of our New Zealand national anthem, anyway, performed by American Crystal Collins at the uh, Kiwi League Test against England in Denver. Ah, uh, that uh, went on on Sunday morning, our time. So they didn't they didn't splash out and send a Kiwi over there. They nope. got Crystal, a pretty esteemed jazz singer, to do uh, it, you know, learn the song and perform it. So she
2: learnt the English national anthem, she uh, learnt the New Zealand national anthem, and she gave it a nudge, didn't she?
0: To be noted, she learnt both Māori and uh, English verses. Yeah. So, to her credit, she gave it a crack. One verse she learned a bit better uh, unfortunately, than the other. Fortunately, as you heard there, she just butchered the, the bleep out of it. She just, like, literally slaughtered it like you slaughtered the ducks after you shot them on Duck Hunting Weekend. Yeah. Um... So what do we need to do? We need to figure out why. And we need to give her a shot at Redemption. Yeah, so this is a bit of a spanner. We've just gone on about
2: our new new segment, our new fixture, making New Zealand great again, and then just started talking about the person who arguably tried to butcher... New Zealand. Oh, she and did the weekend. such a
0: terrible job.
2: It was horrific.
0: But you know what? You've got to give someone a chance to explain themselves. So on Radio Sport this week, what did they do?
1: First of all, I'd like to apologize to you and all the citizens of New Zealand for that debacle. Um, they did not. I could not hear the monitor mm. because I had done the England uh, national anthem a cappella they didn't have a chance to let me hear what my monitor would be like. And so there was no time in between before I started the New Zealand national anthem and I could hear nothing, nothing at all.
0: Well, there you go. Crystal, she's given a pretty reasonable explanation. (laughs) What she said, she couldn't hear what she sounded like. Yeah, and she said she's so, so she, sorry. She didn't know that she sounded trash. I was lucky enough to be involved with this and I got to talk to Crystal. And and she was genuinely apologetic. She was cut up, wasn't she? She was gutted. She said she's so sorry to the beautiful citizens of New Zealand and she just, you know, she knows that it was she knows that she's being made fun of across the world. And she feels really bad about it. And she took it on the chin, didn't she? So what's the right thing to do? What do you do when someone has admitted that she was wrong and she feels really bad about it? You give her another shot. Damn right you give her another shot. Take it away, sister.
1: Hit us girl oh, We gotta listen to this whole thing Oh yeah Hit it
0: girl I am a patriot Crystal Collins You Are a bloody patriot
2: You are a patriot Crystal Collins You go girl
0: I understand there's a lot of angst In stateside at the moment I'm not sure if you're a dem Or a republican But look Welcome in New Zealand Anytime You come on
2: in girl you, you get
0: on in here Thank you
2: Thank you From the bottom of my heart Crystal Collins For making New Zealand Great again That's been Making New Zealand Great again everybody Let's First edition on. First edition Of our first segment ever Wow With oh. your friend Dave Dobbin Well, here we have it. I'm pumped. Man, we've got so many tunes going on here, we're tuning into a bloody FM radio station. I'm jacked.
0: That was great.
2: Great segment. Yeah, wow. Great segment. Well, it's going to be hard to follow up next week, but we'll bloody find something. We will find something, whether
0: it's a person or an
2: animal. If or we a... have to find a bloody tuatara going on a date with a <laughs>
0: kiwi, we'll find it. We'll bloody find it. You don't worry about our research <laughs> capabilities, because we have extensive resources here at the Stoke Heat HQ. And uh, we will do our very best to find... We are resourced out the wazoo. We will find it. We'll get our people on it. I know what you're thinking. Crystal Collins can't be topped as a great New Zealander. We will find someone. We will find it. Even if we have to get Dave Dobbin in here himself. (laughs) We'll drag him in. You know what? We will do that. Uh, Right. Now, next thing on the agenda. This is important. Probably someone closer to your heart. Oh, actually, maybe not. I'll tell you why. Jerome Kaino is...
2: The silent enforcer.
0: I was about the reason I said maybe someone closer to your heart because you're, you've grown up a blues supporter, a oh blues yeah. fan. He's a very much a, a man that's been involved with Auckland Rugby NPC and then Super Rugby level right through. But for me, Jerome, you know, he's 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 a guy who probably one of the best blindside flankers the All Blacks have seen over the last fifteen years, especially over the the, the the two World Cups we won. He was just an integral. Didn't part. he play every minute of twenty? Was it twenty fifteen? Yeah, and he any oh, I don't know. I don't want to Maybe agree with that. Stat, fu- no, I, that I, one like of them.
2: It, we were like at the death in the very final stages, and Jerome had played every minute. We, did he, did I can, we, I, can I've, I bloody mortgage the house. I don't have on that.
0: Well, there we go. And he's he's just been the enforcer. You know, he's been the guy who, when times are bad or when you know you need something. Do you remember in 2011 when Digby Ioane in the World Cup semi-final, oh, the Australian winger. He made the break, and he was looked like he was going over the line. And he kind of got by Jerome, and Jerome just grabbed him, picked him up, and Digby was like still running, <laughs> and he like slung him back. People will know that, you know. You either you, you just you get a visual image, image of it, and it was just one You'll of the. Remember it, you know. He's a hero, the what,
2: enforcer.
0: But why are we talking about Jerome Kiner? Because he's bloody leaving. Where's he going?
2: Not to Eden Park. Well, he is. He's going to Eden Park one more time. One more time. So I guess what we're saying there, Louie, is that as a Cantabrian, as a Crusader supporter, you probably feared him. I admired him. I loved him. Uh, and I'm just absolutely gutted to uh, to see him go. He's gonna he'll walk out on uh, onto Eden Park tomorrow night one last time against
0: So the un- unfortunately Reds. for him he has to play for the blues one last time. I'm sure he'd rather just kind of gap this one. Surely, just surely the Blues
2: could get the W for the first time at home this season for Jerome Kaino. And where's, where's he going? France? Yep.
0: He's a great he is a great all-black. You know he'd go you, you would You would class him in the great all-blacks right? Oh, Especially definitely, with the modern era. He's, he's not just a good all-black. He's, he,
2: your, he's the upper echelon he's the top 5%. Yeah yep. I'd say so He's your. He's an A plus student for uh,
0: sure. Uh, look what I've managed to find here this is I guess courtesy of Sky Sport I'd assume <laughs> <laughs> O'Connor with a bit of room if it doesn't go out Needs to stay in field,
1: and he gives it on the inside to Digby Yawani. Yawani cutting back on the inside, great run, Yawani. He's only a couple of meters out. They drive him him. I behind don't think it. so, mate. I don't think so. He's got to go wide right.
0: right. So what he's done is he's literally just picked Yuani up and kind of spun him around. It's kind of like when you hold a dog above water and they start
2: doing doggy paddle even though they're not in the water. Like He's just picked Digby up. Digby's
0: still trying to run but his feet are just in the air. So that's my lasting memory of him but everyone's going to have specific ones. Here we go. Israel Dag, I think it is Kernsey who somehow, it's like a wrestling movie, gets hold of him. Here Israel Dag. and it, Oh no, he's going to slip off, is he? Drunk Kaino it is. Kaino. picks him up. Look at that. Wow. Is that beyond horizontal? <laughs> 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 so, actually, it's not thanks to Sky Sport. It's thanks to Foxport Australia. And typically, is that Phil Kearns that tries to milk a penalty out is of is that? I'm so
2: glad we heard
0: that. Uh, watching that, I just had the biggest <laughs> smile on my face. So, Jerome, that's you know one of his many iconic moments in the black jersey. We thought, before he heads overseas... We need to give something back to Jerome. We need to thank him in some way. We need to make sure that he knows that we are thinking about him and that we he knows that we appreciate everything he's done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... He'll us- listen to this. <laughs> he'll listen to this. He'll hear it. I'm going to lay us a track... Um, just to get in the mood. What we're going to do is we're going to we're gonna make a haiku for Jerome. It's almost got like a love letter to Jerome. We're yeah. going to create a haiku poem for Jerome Kaino live on the... Well, it's not going to be live when you listen to it, obviously. Because it's snackable content as a podcast. How it's, great is it? It's, so convenient. Uh, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to drop a track, and I'm going to choose Dazed and Confused here, because I just feel like he has dazed and confused so many people that have played against him throughout the years. Just beating the... concussion, not a joke, though. I just remember that. <laughs> What? <laughs> I feel like that was like a necessary sub... No, footnote.
2: Okay, Mitch. What is a haiku? A haiku is a three-lined poem which uses five syllables in the first line, seven in the second, and then back to five in the third. Five, seven, five. Five, seven, five.
0: So things we want to get across in here is our love for him, our thanks for him, our respect. Yes. So, all right. Jerome Kino. How many syllables is that? Jerome Kai No, that's four. So
2: like what about probably gonna have to split his name okay, up. Okay, how it. about this then? By Jerome Kai No. Oh well, yeah, that's quite five? By Jerome Kino. Alright, we got that locked in. So now we we've got seven to work with on the next one, so we need to you know, this is where we've got to get a bit of description, bit of a description, bit of content out there. By mm. Jerome Kino. Something about missing and respecting
0: him. Oh uh, you were a beast on the field oh, so good that's genius By
2: Jerome kino you were a beast on the field back to five we will miss you sir oh could do better than that guys. yeah that's nice it is nice it's just not but it's it's just needs to be a little bit
0: you edgy. will be by Jerome kino you were a beast on the field. Go smash them the over Oh no that's f- Go, go smash, smash
2: the French? Is French. French? French. French is two. Go oh, smash the it? French. French? Yeah, French is two, surely. Yeah, Ch-
0: go smash the French. Yeah, okay. Alright. Yeah. All right, okay. Okay, there we go. Can we just do it in full? By Jerome Kino. You were a beast on the field. Go smash the French. Is French still a balls. bit of clarification here. I will miss you, mate. I will miss you, mate. Okay. Mate's uh, good. Mate's yeah. better than sir, isn't it? Yeah. By Jerome Kino, you were a beast on the field. I will miss you, mate. Thoughts? I'm just quite emotional. <laughs> Should we post that to him? No, oh, no, he'll hear this anyway. Yeah, he'll hear it.
2: He'd love snackable content. He's already liked, subscribed, and bloody done what? Shared or something. That's what you need
0: to do. Hey, thanks, Jerome. He's been an absolute legend. Go well over there, sir. Yeah, go bloody
2: just keep picking people up and spinning them around. If you see Dick Biohanni, just
0: rub his face in the dirt. Smack him up for start. Yeah, cheers, mate. Over. Wow, my I've just been my ear my ear space has been invaded by the early two thousands, and I love it. Yeah, it's a great I time, a, great time
2: for I music. Think, I think we we're probably all in our prime at at, at that. Stage, how old are you, Chris?
1: 26.
2: Yeah, so we're definitely all in our prime. Punk rock, early yeah. so 2000s. It's, it's not really punk rock, is it? It's uh, like pop punk. Pop punk, yeah. Pop punk. As as the listeners will be able to tell, uh, there's
0: a third person in the studio.
2: There is a third person, Uh but because of the song, it's time for surfy chat.
0: Is that? Ha- yeah, and no, I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Very surfy chat. Uh Christopher
0: right. Reed from the New Zealand Herald has joined us. We've had him on once before, and You know, the premise of this podcast at the start was, you know, we talk surfing, we talk about the stuff that doesn't get talked about as much, so we love to talk, um, we love to talk about barrels and right-handers and left-handers and spitting pits and like, yeah, air reverses and tubes and green rooms and rodeo flips,
1: floaters and shit. Yeah, Yeah. floaters and shit, that's probably the best way to describe it. Absolutely. So
0: let's talk floaters and shit, Um, but more specifically, let's talk about, I guess, something that we saw this week, which... Doesn't get the catch the public's attention as much as the photos and shit, but it's probably more important. Actually, no, it's definitely more definitely important. Definitely
2: more important. Well said, Louis.
0: So, what is it, Mitch? What we're talking about uh, is
2: a disparity, a disparity in the pay, but not the common disparity which gets talked about so much in professional sport, which is the fact that women are paid substantially less than men. What we are talking about here is little girls and little boys surfing, trying to grow up and be professional surfers, be the best surfers they can be. And uh, those little girls getting paid less than the little boys.
0: Now, where was this event?
2: This event, uh, it went down. It was a Billabong-sponsored World Surf League event in Belito, South Africa. And a girl by the name of Zoe Stain, she won the women's event. Well, I say women's, junior junior girls event. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... Rio Wadada, I think, is it do you think that's how he says that? Oh, yeah, that's a, a good nudge, uh, pretty sure that's it. Uh, he won the men's event, He, the boys event, he rips by the way, uh, Indonesia's next big hope of getting a surfer on the world tour. Uh, they won their respective events and Rio for his efforts won 8,000 rand. Uh, good on you Rio, that's approximately 800 uh, New Zealand dollars or 8,000, uh, sorry, 8 million Indonesian rupee. Uh, probably a, bit, a little bit more actually. More probably more like probably more like ten million Indonesian rupee. which yeah, pl- details, details. Yeah. Uh, and Zoe won half of
0: that. Right. So Chris Reeve of New Zealand Herald surfing nut, uh, among other things. You've I don't know. Is this is this a be in your bonnet as well as ours? Is this just, just doesn't
1: seem right, does it? Well, yeah. With especially with it being the juniors, I mean, it's it's not like it's the the pros. These are just kids trying to get their start and again the fields are the same size they surf the same amount of rounds it's no one works similar. harder than
2: than the other no, yeah. no no one of them works harder than the other and the thing this was this televised there? no nah, I, don't, I don't think the junior events are televised so we can't bring up that old that old uh well They're you selling know more ads. the the men's you know more people watch it they sell more ads than the women's
0: so sales. how concerning Chris is this for the sport and the and now that i mean more more in 2018 more than ever surfing is so corporate and it's so professional and it's so it's gone so i mean i don't want to say sell sell out because surfing will never sell out but it's you know it's gone so far the way of becoming a mainstream sport i mean is this damaging is this an issue
1: i don't think it's as much of an issue as people are making out because it's been this way for so long and they are making changes to Give the women kind of more of a run along with the men. Like at the CT level, you've got them competing at J Bay now, and um, they're surfing the the Surf Ranch with the boys. So there's there's that angle that they're coming from, you know. They get, do getting they, the girls out there.
2: They do love to say like whether it's through advertising, whether it's through commentators saying it, whether it's through the surfing the surfers themselves saying it, the the WSL on a championship to to a level, so that the highest, the most elite level are working hard to bridge that gap and, and remove the disparity, gender disparity. They are trying to do that. But my issue with it is that we need to weigh up where it's most important, right? We need to prioritize, look at the wider reaching effects. Where is it most important? And I think this, what got me so rucked up is that, I think Zoe Stain, I'm not sure how old she is, she's under 18, growing up, getting on stage, gets presented her $4,000 check, turns to her left, and the guy, the the male next to her gets twice as much. Like, that goes, at the end of the day, that's going to go much further in her life, like that will resonate much further in her life than just the money that gets deposited in her bank account.
1: So is it going to change? I hope so. I mean... They could just, you know, take some money off the guy's check and kind of top Give them. Up six thousand Yeah, inch. It's it doesn't seem that hard. Give them six hundred New Zealand it. dollars each instead of eight hundred. Now has anybody
0: heard from the WSL in Wake of this?
1: Um I, 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 I don't think so. I saw um the Belito Pro with kind of chasing up comment yesterday on Facebook after they started getting a bit of abuse for the photo they posted, but I don't know if they actually got anything.
0: No, I, I haven't, I haven't heard anything and I have been looking. Well, it's interesting because the new CEO of the WSL is a woman. She is, yeah. And they Sophie Goldschmidt. Uh, yeah, and they have Rosie Hodge, Rosie Hodge, a prominent commentator. She is in the water. She does, you know, she does exactly what the, the men do. Um, does an outstanding job and She's really she does, good. Yeah. And you you look at some of the sport's most remarkable athletes and you go Gabriel Medina for uh, Philippe Toledo, um John John Florence, but in the same breath. you throw on Lakey Peterson and um sage Erickson and and you know Sally Fitzgibbons and and then some of the Brazilian girls as well. So it doesn't it doesn't make us and and this is just anecdotal for me. When you watch surfing, I get just as much joy of watching a woman just, you know, like a lady lay down a really, really nice carve as, you know, it's not as powerful. It doesn't spray as much water, but you can still get the technique. And it's not like other sports where it's high octane and the, the sport actually loses kind of a wee bit of value from men to women. I, you know, I really think women's surfing has a quality that, you know, is equal, if not better at times, more kind of delicate. It's not overpower. It's not um, overridden. Just look at Steph
2: Gilmore. Yeah, She's the most beautiful surfer in the
0: world. Yeah. Mm.
1: If you love traditional surfing, just watch Steph Gilmore. All day better long. than any of the guys. Yeah.
0: So, so my point is WSL need to be really conscious that they can't get offside here because if they lose that, you know, 50% of the world's pop, you know, well more, you know, if they lose that half in the respect of, you know, young young women and young girls growing up, well to surf that's a you know they're shooting themselves in the foot so they've got to be conscious of this don't they chris yeah they do
1: and it's definitely something they need to look at but i think they're kind of working from the top down so that might not be addressed for a little while
0: hopefully
2: the uh the the female ceo golf sophie goldschmidt bloody gets fired up gets onto it
0: well, you'd hope so and um, my next question is i assume you guys don't know you don't know about the you know how much the women are being paid or the just dis- oh know you might know actually the disparity at the pro level like the top uh well we know how much they earn
2: uh at the end of the surf comp you know if, if a, the woman wins the women's event the men w- wins the men's event i don't know about endorsements sponsorships and so on what's the
0: what's the um chris what's the, the number go to on my there? handy
1: dandy notebook um so if the men if they win a CT event, they get uh, 100K, the women get 65K.
0: Okay, so 35% less.
1: Yeah, um, the men's field is bigger, which I guess they'd um, kind of use that excuse. but They serve still more they, rounds. Yeah, but they only serve one more round these days. Yeah, I think it is. it's so not a yeah, uh,
2: $35,000 It's, it's heat. a
1: pretty big gap.
0: Well, I guess in compared to other sports, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you know we constantly hear about, and, and it was the the women's black fern, the black ferns only just got professional contracts, right, in, the, yeah. in in rugby, and it and it's something that's happening more and more, and we're more conscious of moving forward. Um, so I guess we've got a starting point. I mean, yeah. earning sixty-five percent of the men—it's not all doom and gloom. But I guess the, the not scary thing—not that we're here to admire micro- mediocrity. No, of course yeah. not. We got to aim. You always got to shoot for um, the. You got to, you know, you always got to shoot for a genuine out aden- and out equality, and when that'll come, you know, hopefully in our lifetimes. Well, definitely in our lifetimes, you know, I'd, I'd say. But the the, Stoke pot will keep pushing for it. The point is, these are, these are youngsters getting ripped off, and it's just—it was a bit of a kind of a rude awakening, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So I'm
2: I'm glad that was said. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Uh, in all seriousness, we're uh, not stoked on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so, But why were they in South Africa, anyone? Oh,
1: like <laughs> that's, that's well, just where they are at the moment.
0: No, isn't it because there, there's J Bay and there's about
2: to be surfing there. That, probably the oh. uh, I think the segue you're going for there is that we are moving on to the next championship tour event. Yeah. Uh, on a brighter note, we uh, we're here for J Bay. Who sponsors that these days? Bon? Um, it was corona, yeah, corona last year. I think, I think this year as this well. Year. The, the uh, Corona J-Bay Open. The the beer that every uh, basic girl likes to drink in the summertime,
0: Corona. You drink Corona. Uh, well, I, Actually worse, you drink soul because you're going to afford Corona. I, I drink Victoria Bitter, mate. So this is one of the most dreamy waves. On the planet. And when it pumps, it pumps. So yep.
2: on a brighter note. Let's what, preview the Corona J-Bay open. What are we expecting,
1: Chris? Well, the J-Bay is meant to be hit by a bit of a storm in the next couple of days, so we're not really sure what conditions are going to be like. But we Hopefully know something. storms mean big waves.
0: Yes, but yeah, I guess it's a point break, so it's not that um, kind of, you know, it doesn't need to worry about sand condition or sand placement or anything like that. It's not a beachy and, you know, it's going to be in condition, good condition well, if it, if you get swell, you usually get waves there, don't you? Yeah, you, you yep. usually get waves. Uh, and, nice know,
1: dreamy rights with some
0: barrels. And, so, and who are we liking?
1: Who Tips, are we liking? Who are we tipping? Ooh, oh. you you go, gotta go you i go got to go Geordie Smith as this home break. Mm. Mick Fanning's not there this year. Mm-hmm. So. Perennial threat. Yep. Oh. Sharks, yeah, also so, a perennial um, threat. Who's going to be the next
2: guy to, be, to punch a shark in the back now that Mick's not there? Who's the next who's toughest gonna, guy on tour? Mikey Wright. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Mikey. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, Mikey. Yeah, Wright. Yeah. Speaking of Mikey Wright, not actually a championship tour surfer, but a guy who's been given yet another wild card. Ew.
0: So people are fired up by this, eh? People are. People fired are. Up. But I love it. I love Mikey Wright. So why are people angry about it? Because they, other guys aren't getting chances to wild card at events.
1: I yeah, I think that's all it is. Like they're just giving him the wild cards after. Every event But I mean I can understand it He's When he's, he's competing well Yeah, he's, he's You said it to me The other day I want to
2: pick Mikey Wright For my fantasy team But it's Suddenly become A lot tougher Because he is In the top tier <laughs> Yeah of, He's in the top 10 Surfers in the world At the moment On the Championship tour And you with, can't
1: pick him Geordie Smith And Julian Wilson
2: What's Parco up to These days Ah uh, he's just Just hanging out Riding the gravy train yeah, he doesn't really want to, you know. He
0: he could be a threat. At J-Bow. I was going exactly. to say, if yeah. I was going to pick a bolter, I'll, you know, yeah. a guy who's just like got the silkiest form and like this steezy style that just kind of ne- it will well, never that, be replicated. That's the thing. Parko
2: isn't is not that stoked on the tour at the moment. He's not no. that fired up about it. But when you put a wave in front of him that he has like this crazy deeper connection with, and you give him some good waves, he's going to get just as psyched now as he did ten years ago when he was, you know. Constantly top five In the world Trying to win that world title Or well, three years ago We Well
0: We know yeah. what he did to And Kelly
1: Riccardo. Slater's back For this one Yes So Kelly's, t- Kelly's back that's that's right. in.
0: John John's out So John John's Got a bad knee Is it Yeah And Kelly's foot is healed
1: Yeah apparently So that's good
0: And is he Is he someone you can tip Is he someone you'd pick For your fantasy oh, Or is It's Kelly
1: Slater You is always an option. It is a punt. Mm. This but he's is a guy just, who hasn't had any match fitness.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. This is his first comp of the year.
1: Didn't, and didn't he go charging in, like, Fiji instead of Yeah, but of you only got to go one. straight when it's
0: <laughs>
2: bloody 20 feet, don't you? This is true. We did yeah. talk about, reference that in earlier podcasts, the best waves ever to break on the face of the planet. Yeah, other, Kelly Slater was there.
0: Other guys we're probably looking at, I mean, Philippe Toledo is just in, like, some... Of the world's greatest form, you know this is like rep, this form is similar to Kelly in his prime, probably yeah. John John a couple of years ago when he was ripping Margies to pieces. Like this is he's doing some pretty freaky things, and if you give him a big face at J Bay and there's swell, you can, you're going to get pretty excited about some of the stuff he's going to. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Always get excited Any goofies? About any eBay? goofies? One wants to pick? Oh, always Wilco. Yeah, always, always, gonna always put Wilco Willy in there. Owen, right?
2: If yeah, yeah, and and Owen, yeah. Willie, you know, even like you know, if it's if if you're not putting him in there for his form, you just want him to do well. Like you just yeah, love he's just that, that guy. Perennial a, battler, eh? a, absolutely, just the I like the best character and the best follow on
0: Instagram. By the way, so why has nobody said it? Italo yet? Italo Fajera a guy who's coming off a
2: win. Yeah, that's a really good question. I I, I don't people I just, just don't rate him.
1: Yeah, well, no, they kind uh, of just goes under the radar yeah, a little people bit. People do, uh, I don't know.
2: He, yeah, I just,
1: I just don't. Any analysis there, I don't know. I
2: wish I could tell you, uh, but yeah, psyched for J Bay. Uh, I can't believe it's come around already. This is a very exciting. Time. So to sum up, we are not stoked on uh, in a, in gender disparity, gender div- inequality, and in pay. That's the one, especially
0: when you're under eighteen. St- Chris, what are we stoked on? Oh, J Bay. And we get the girls here this time. That is another really good point. Stoked David.
2: on Steph Gilmore surfing
1: long dreamy right handers. Yeah. And condolences to Paige Harab who got injured oh, just yes. before this event so she yeah, got surfed. We? So we, what, what's, where's Paige now? She She's down? She's just knackie? hanging out in the mess hanging out in the nackie yeah trying to get fit again. And crook ribs is it? Yeah so she cracked, cracked I don't know how many ribs but yeah she got told she can do some light gym work again now so. How long till she can surf? Uh, is that a shit question to be asking Uh, hopefully I can actually find out
2: uh, later we're uh, gutted not to see Paige there Uh, as we saw at Karama's she has one of the most lethal backhands on tour and there is probably just about no better wave on tour for Paige than J-Bay so it's really going to suck not to see her there
0: alright well next Thursday we'll be talking about J-Bay and how our fantasy Mm -hmm. picks have gone down hopefully and hopefully that pumping swell hits Chris thank you so much no worries guys thanks mate
1: woo
2: Taking control of me,
0: let me go so I don't
1: feel so
0: <laughs> What was that? Mitch, we have tried so hard for the last ages to try and get on to a German talkback station just Ooh. to ask them how they feel after their team flopped out of the blood. The capitulation. It's the talk, They are calling it the great capitulation. Uh... What we don't have for you is a recording of us going to a German radio station, asking them live on here how they're doing. But oh,
2: I was so keen to rub some salt in the wound.
0: And it. whatever it is. I was
2: just going to scream that through the phone <laughs> at them.
0: But let's just—we do need to check in with our friends in Europe just to see how they're going. Let's go to let's cross live to B5 radio now. The radio is
1: crazy. The
0: radio is crazy.
2: Do you know what I think is
0: actually happening there? It's trying to Germany, translate? Is, in,
2: Germany is in chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Germany is in chaos. They're just so depressed. There are so many different voices. The sad voices. That's what's going on. They're just so gutted. And, you
0: know. Can we slot into that again? I think they're the broadcasting the two, 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 two stations at the same time. Those crazy Germans. <laughs> <laughs> really I told you, it's chaos. They're blowing it.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. They don't know what to do with themselves. They don't. And fair enough. Can you imagine if the All Blacks didn't make it out of the pool stages? <laughs> <laughs> You're loving
0: <laughs> this, sounds sad.
1: Also, wie du die Kasse this is an ad. This is an ad.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> so a bit tough for them to feel sad, to sound sad uh, when they're pre-recording. So, they, they see, that person there in that ad wouldn't have known that Germany crashed out of the World Cup. I tell you, they
2: won't sound like that if they try to record the ad today. <laughs> Stop it.
1: It's another <laughs> ad, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man.
2: I don't even feel bad for them either. At all. Can you imagine if the All Blacks didn't make it out of the pool stages? What sort of state New Zealand would be in? Chaos, that sort of... Yeah. One step worse than the uh, quarterfinals. So, so this is
0: what happened. So, yeah, so But I tell you what, if the All Blacks went out of the Rugby World Cup, um, we wouldn't be overlapping Talks ZB and Radio Sport on one frequency. Get yeah. it together. <laughs> Get it together, German Germany. radio programmers. <laughs> Firstly, you're not answering our calls to let us on German talkback. Secondly, you've got multiple stations broadcasting on one frequency. You're losing it.
2: Tell ya, would you be able to G up for a Stoke pod the day after we got eliminated from the Rugby World Cup? I don't know if I would, would be the most sombre Stoke pod ever. Yeah, it'd just be you recording me in the fetal position in the corner of the room for half an hour. It would just be
0: hour. radio silence. Uh, any learning? Anything you learnt today? I was about to say learnings when I realised it wasn't a word.
2: Uh, there were a lot of highs and lows to that pod. Uh, I think we managed to...
0: Balance it well
2: and get across some really meaningful messages. Um,
0: I think he's hitting nail on the head. Oh, yeah. Bye, Jerome. Pay yep. the woman Bye, more. Jerome. Pay the woman more. And uh, let's just one chicken one last time with her, uh, Jimmy. That's alright.
2: Nope. Yep. Um. That's about it. Yeah. let stay stoked. That's really all I can say, Jimmy. <laughs> Suckers.